And I want to introduce you to Kristen Knightswicki. Come on up, Kristen. Some of you know Kristen. She, um, she and Joel and their family have been a part of our church for a lot of years here. And how many years, Kristen? Nine years. Yeah. About nine. About nine years. And what you may not know is Joel, um, uh, he's typically behind the scenes um, as a Michigan State police officer, keeping, protecting and serving at Crossroads as a part of the security team. And, um, and so we're super grateful for that. We're super grateful that for the fact that, um, that Kristen is a teacher by profession, mm-hmm. but she's a person who made room for God. And I just want to show you Fox 17 for a minute, and then we'll go from there, um, because uh, she's going to help us make room for God this morning. Everyone, welcome Kristen. And let's check out. Here we go. We decided, you know what, let's just do it. Let's see what happens. And so we kind of stuck our neck out there, put our masks on, and um, went for it last June. And it seems to be working. Shop opening to support local education. It's a brainchild of a woman in Branch County benefiting both students and teachers alike. Yeah, Fox 17's Janice Allen introduces us to our Pay It Forward Person of the Month brought to us by Lake Michigan Credit Union. Welcome to Good Better Best. Anytime someone comes to that door, our goal is to greet them with a smile and to let them know that they are welcome. You never know what you'll find in Good Better Best in cold water. Pretty much you name it, we we probably have it or a version of it. China, stoneware, glassware. Kristen Nedswicki is a busy mom of five. Donate. It's amazing to see what's um passed on to us. Running this resale shop for the best possible reason. Here we believe that education is the best way to better a community. And so that's why we take our proceeds and we put our time and effort into raising money to support education in Branch County. Since opening last June, $42,000 has gone back to benefit education with grants for teachers and student scholarships. As long as it's education related, and we give our funds to that if we have the funds available. So we've just really been blessed. You come in, if there's something you're looking for, you can find it. It really is working, and it's neat to see um, what we've been able to do for our community. And Zwicky says it started like a garage sale. We kept worrying we were going to run out of donations, but we have such a generous community, and they just kept bringing it. Now growing into this rented space. Just about a few months into it, we realized this is going to work. And as word gets out, attracting more and more customers. And it's really cool when a customer comes in and they find exactly what they came in to look for. The good, better, best shop is three stores in one. The good is that stuff that's got a little bit of life left, but maybe it's very, very affordable. And then the better stuff has a little bit more life, a little more value. And then we have the best, you know, sometimes donate, people donate new items or a set of China or something with a little more value. The store helping to fill a void where budget cuts are straining resources. As a former educator, I taught for Coldwater Schools for 12 years. Ned Zwicky knows the new firsthand. I know as a classroom teacher how much I spent on the little extras just to make the lesson special or, you know, do something special for my class. Games, puzzles, shoes, <laughs> whatever you need. And while customers just may find their next treasure shopping at Good Better Best, the store is already a treasure in the community. I kind of have to step back and shake my head and go, I cannot believe this is what it is. But it's not me. It's the group of volunteers that have rallied behind this concept. So I only have so much time and effort and and ideas to give, but our volunteers are just amazing. And the way they step up and they take part and they do, 
it's just, it's amazing to see. In Branch County, Janice Allen, Fox 17 News. Thank you. It's kind of strange to see yourself like that. That's not how I view myself. You know, we all have a different um, picture inside. Um, just a quick story. So last Sunday I came and I, um, my husband was doing security, so he was working upstairs. And all of our children were the grandparents last week, so it was just my husband and I. And so I got to mill around. I like to talk. So I came up to Don and I said, hey, there's this song called Make Room. Can you check it out? And thank you so much for making room in your schedules to learn that. That song just... Um, it really hits home for me. So that's kind of my heart song. So thank you for doing that. Um, I want to share a story with you about a little girl who grew up in a parsonage of a bivocational pastor, which means he had to work a lot and he also um, was running a church. She would get so excited when someone would drop off a trash bag of clothes and go through them and rifle through because that really was the only shopping that she knew. However, she didn't know how poor her family was. She had very creative parents, and she would watch as they would pick up roadside treasures and repurpose them, or garage sale finds and make them better, or just find that needed to be refurbished. So even though her family lacked financial resources, they utilized the resources available to them. And that little girl never knew that her family was poor. They never acted poor. They never... Um, Put that out there that that's how they lived. That little girl was me. Right there in the middle. The little one in the middle is me. <laughs> so early on, I learned the value that one man's junk is another man's treasure or my treasure. Um, my kids get very embarrassed when we're driving to school and I go, wait, just a minute, there's something. And I pull the van over off the side of the road and I put it in our car. Um, and they're like, mom, please, no, not now, not now. But there's treasure all over the place. And so um, I love junking, as my family calls it. So um, I'd like to now move a little bit. Let's go 20 years ago. So 20 years ago, I visited Second Impressions Upscale Thrift in Kalamazoo. Have any of you been there? Anyone know what I'm talking about? Um, and so it's a group of volunteers that they raise money for Christian education in Kalamazoo. So I went there that day, and I was talking to the volunteers, and I just really enjoyed my experience. Came home that night, and um, well, I don't know if it was that night, but somewhere around there, and didn't realize that God had planted a seed that day. And so the middle of the night one night, I woke up, and I had this vision. And I just got up and started writing it down. Do any of you do that? You can't sleep, and you got to get up and do something about it. So I started writing this whole vision down of what I could see and what this would look like and what it would do. It didn't have a name at the time. It just had an idea. And um, they kind of just sat there. And I just kind of wrote it down and, and let, it, let it rest. So as a teacher at the time, I knew that I wanted to do something to support educational efforts, support teachers, support resources to make a difference in our community. So, and you kind of heard on that video, the best way to better a community is through educating the people. If you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you teach him how to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. So that's the concept of education. So now let's fast forward 17 years. Oh, that's kind of funny. Fox 17 and 17 years. I kind of have squirrels sometimes. So the... the our volunteers at Good Better Best Cop Shop call me squirrel because I'm constantly having squirrels. So sorry about that. Um, 
So about, um, so about three, four years ago, God started prompting me again with this idea. And so I went back to visit Second Impressions in Kalamazoo. And then when I left, I called the owner, or not the owner, but their founder. And I just picked his brain a little bit and kind of talked to him about what it was and that kind of thing. So I wasn't really sure what to do with the information, but I just started praying about it. And God kept prompting me. And I said, God, I'm a wife. I have five children. I'm starting a new career. Like, really? You know, but it just kept coming back. And it kept coming back. And so finally God said, Kristen, will you take the first step? Okay, what's the first step? And he said, just start sharing it with people. So I started sharing that concept with people. Luann, are you here? So this morning, Luann came up to me this morning. I don't know if you knew I was sharing this morning or not. And she told me, she goes, years ago, you told me about this idea, and I've just been watching it grow. So I just started planting the seeds um, with people, just sharing it, and just get their response and get their reaction. That was good, right? I did what God said. And then he goes, next step, Kristen. Okay, what's the next step? Have a meeting. Invite people to come. Now that's scary because that's a commitment. (laughs) Now I have to get them there and now I have to share. So I had a meeting and I invited people to come. Five people came and I just shared my vision. One of the people that came to that meeting, she's still with me today. She's one of my um, amazing volunteers that's very, very committed. So we had our meeting. God says, next step, Kristen. Okay, what's the next step? Ask those people to start meeting with you every month. Okay, so we started meeting once a month. We started gaining other people, different people, changing out. And so for about a year, we met every month. Long story short, we decided on June 4th of 2020, COVID or not, it was time to do this. The timing was great because all of us were home with nothing to do but clean out our closets. We had lots of stuff. How many of you had piles in your garage where you had sorted things out? So we just put the word out and said, this is what we'd like to do. We found a location. Um, The landlord loved the idea, gave us super cheap rent, very, very low rent. And we said, let's try it for six months. We asked him if he would lease it to us for six months. And let's just see if it works. So that's what we did. We started just like a garage sale. We opened our doors with tables lined up and price tags on things, just like a garage sale, but it was indoors. And um, it didn't take long to realize that concept was working. We were raising money. Our goal was to wait six months to raise enough money and then to start giving out grants and start giving the money back to our community. We have this amazing group of volunteers, retired nurses and teachers, a retired pastor. We have accountants. I have some stay-at-home moms. I even have some high school students who need their National Honor Society hours that come and volunteer or voluntold, depending on their last name. (laughs) Um, And every person that steps through the door of Good, Better, Best Shop is treated with kindness and respect. We don't care what your financial background is, whether it's high or low, what your education is. You come in and you are accepted just like you are. We also take pride in the way that our store looks. I think you can kind of see that in that video. Um, 
We, have, we like the, for it to smell good, to look good, to sound good, and we really try to make it a very comfortable place for people to do, or people to be. So what we do at Good, Better, Best is we take the discarded and we give it purpose. So when we originally came up with that, it was taking your junk that you don't want, right, and let's make it someone else's treasure. And so we started doing it that way. But what we found was so much more came from that. I have people that have been volunteering that needed a place to belong but didn't even know they needed a place to belong. And now they have that place. We have shoppers that come in and they don't have two dimes to rub together, but they can actually purchase something very affordable and pick it out and it's not a handout and the pride that they get when they do that. And we could go on and on about the other things that that taking the discarded and giving it purpose has come from Good, Better, Best. Um, We also have become a community hub in Coldwater and Branch County for partnering with several other nonprofits. Um, We share our abundance that God has blessed us with, with them. We have a voucher program for our nonprofits. We give them these $5 coupons that they can share with clients to come in if they have a need and they can just take it. It works like cash. Um, We also have resources for teachers and homeschool families. We just did a free giveaway. They could come. You see up here that educator night. They could come and take anything in the store that they could use in their classroom or for education for free. And we had 20 um, teachers and homeschool families that came that night. Some of them had never even heard of us. Just someone told them about it, and they came. So that was very exciting. We also give um, back to people who need to get back on their feet. So we put together these kits um, like a set of twin sheets and a comforter and everything. And so when someone is starting a new home, here's twin sheets for your kids and queen sheets for you. And here's a box of kitchenware for your kitchen to get you some dishes and get you started. Um, We also help fire victims. We've had several families that have experienced the tragedy of a fire. And we say, come in, take whatever you need right now. Just take it and have it. And the fire department knows that we do that and they will send people or contact us so we can meet them there. And if we're not open, we have a volunteer that will always come and, and help them out. We also have started filling a need for some of our um, cognitively impaired in our community that need a place to connect or feel valued and maybe um, learn a little bit through the process. So that's been a blessing as well. And then we also do free clothing distributions. And last October, we had 100 boxes of used clothes to give away, and we gave away about 60 boxes of clothes. Um, The high school tennis team came and carried all the boxes out of the basement and over across the street to the Coach EB Center where they have a huge gym, and we got those organized. Um, And now one of our local schools is going to take that on in September, and they're going to do it this year. So now we've kind of found someone else to partner in that way. Um, So that being said, we're always looking for the next step. So though our organization is not faith-based, I am faith-based. And so that comes into what we're doing. Our volunteers, they know that I pray over them, that I pray over our needs. I will say, Lord, we do not have enough volunteers to open this week. I need some help. And he just brings them. Um, They know that I always give God the glory when things work out. And I don't say, oh, someone donated these tables we needed. I'm like, God brought the tables that we needed. And here we now have tables to set our stuff on or, or whatever it might be. But I truly feel blessed to work with the people that I work with. I invited them all to come here today, and we were hoping all 40 would come, but 
they didn't all come. (laughs) Um, We have made an impact on our community by encouraging and supporting local educators, homeschool families, and other local charities as well. The relationships that we've built and that we're making um, between education and what we're doing is making a stronger knit community, and we're seeing um, these amazing things that God does just in little ways all around. And what I love about it is I can say God did that, whether someone wants to hear it or not. Mm -hmm. So I have another little story to share with you. We had a gentleman that came in. This was probably six months ago or so. And um, he told us that his kids refused to see him until he got himself cleaned up. And he was literally talking about cleaned up, clean clothes, cleaned up. And he said a neighbor asked him to do something for him that morning, and he said, she gave me $20. He was almost in tears over this $20 that she gave him. And he said, so I'm here to get some clothes so I can see my kids and my grandkids. Well, we didn't have the size that he needed, so I said, give me just a minute. So I went downstairs in our little stockpile, and I found some things that he needed. He wanted sweatpants with pockets, so I had to find sweatpants with pockets. (laughs) So we found what he needed, and he was in tears that he was able to afford the clothes, that we treated him so kindly, and that he walked out with his head held high because he paid for those. It wasn't a give out. It wasn't a handout, which those are okay too. But for him, it was a pride thing. He was able to purchase those things and take them. He sent a letter saying thank you to what we did. And it was on like an old utility bill or something, just a piece of paper that he could find to scratch this note on. And he's put a stamp on it. So he even, what is it, 54 cents? I don't even know what a stamp is these days. Put a stamp on it and mailed it to us. Though I don't know what happened with this gentleman, I've not seen him since, I just pray that that allowed him to take the next step in his life. That we empowered him, giving him a little bit of help, a little bit of self-esteem to take the next step to better himself and better his life. I am not anything special. I'm not anything great. I'm not remarkable, but I'm faithful. And I'm willing. And when God puts something on my heart, I'll do it. Whether it embarrasses my family or whether it brings a chuckle to someone's face. If God says go, Kristen goes. I always want to be someone who's ready and willing to be obedient. And part of that means being aware of what's around me and the needs around me. I was at this shop last week. And someone donated this plaque, which it's up here for you to see. I had never heard this phrase before. It says, faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the staircase. Martin Luther King Jr. Isn't that powerful? So I don't know what staircase is in front of you. I don't know what God is asking you to do. But I want to leave this thought with you. Is there something he's calling you to do? A new job? Um, Start a retail store? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Maybe he's calling you to go back to school. Maybe he's calling you to go befriend the neighbor. And it's scary. Are you willing to just take the first step? Set your fear of failure aside 
and just step out in faith? Ephesians 1, 18 and 19 says this, and this is my prayer for you this morning. I pray that your heart will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope that he has given those that he's called. If he's called you, there's that confident hope behind it. I pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. Do you believe? Are you ready for what the next step is? Thanks for letting me share my story with you, but I want to kind of show you some successes of this story. By that little step that I took, it was scary, but we just keep keep taking little steps and little steps until who knows where it is. So if you could show us the next slide. Um, And we opened a year ago in June, June 4th, 2020. On our one-year celebration, we had the Kona ice truck come for our um, customers to say thank you. So that was a lot of fun. And at that time, we had given $42,000 back to Branch County. $42,000. At this point, we have now given about $50,000 back to Branch County. Our goal um, this fiscal year is to give $72,000 back. So let's see if God helps us reach that goal and if we do that. Um, The next slide, here's our store here in Coldwater. Have any of you been there? Have you seen it? Very good. Well, hopefully more of you can say you've been there. You'll come see us sometime soon. Um, Right next to Dally Tire, if you know where that is. Um, And then um, the next slide just tells you our hours. We run on what we call garage sale hours. And so it's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We'd love to have more hours, but until we have more volunteers... These are the hours that we have. So we'd love to have you come join us. I also just brought some little postcards that have a little bit of information about us. It's on that table back there. Um, Stacy made it all pretty with lights and everything. If you, even if you took this to pray for us and you see this and think about, let's pray for Good, Better, Best and the work that they're doing in Branch County, we would just love that. Well, we would love to be a part of it. And in fact, Jill and Charles, will you guys come on up? Um, so uh, we just feel like one of the great gifts of Crossroads, if you know the beginning of Crossroads, God gave us the name Crossroads through three different people. We didn't know any churches that were called Crossroads. We had, I mean, from three different parts of the country, people tell us that the name was Crossroads. We, at first, we were going to call it the Church at Marshall, right, guys? 30 years ago, we were going to call it the Church at Marshall. That wasn't arrogant. Yeah. Well, narrow-minded. just very narrow-minded. And, but we didn't know we were narrow-minded. Yeah, you know? it, was. it wasn't arrogant. It was and, and we just, just thought, yeah, the church arrogant. at Marshall, here's where we are. But God began to send, so three different people to call us the church at Crossroads. Then we found out that we were, you know, of course, we're at the crossroads of I-69 and I-94. And um, we started, people started to come from all over. In fact, we had so few Marshall people in our church that we thought, yep, we couldn't call ourselves a church at Marshall because nobody's coming from here. And uh, there were very few people that in the beginning. And, uh, you know, brave people like Tom and Nancy Sharpley and Ed and Carol Edwards. There were a few. There were a few that were. But if you know anything about Marshall, you can't even say you're from Marshall unless you've lived here 25 years and then they still don't think you're from here. So, 
I always say I'm a Detroiter because, uh, you know, that's kind of where it all began for me. And, but here's what I want to say. Um, at the beginning of the month, uh, we had, um, well, I can't even tell you the, you know, the, the string perfectly. But you know that you had, last week, uh, Matt Lynn, who is running the Boys and Girls Clubs of America in Kalamazoo, Right. Kalamazoo. And then the week before that, you had Teshna, who's the chair of diversity in Jackson County, speak to us. And then the week before that, um, we had Hannah, who is the director, storyteller, extraordinaire, whatever, whatever, big, long title it is, at Albion College, right? And, and she spoke to us. And one of the things, I mean, it just dawned on me, like this, we are still at the crossroads, that the and and I'm so glad that in Branch County, um, that that our faith community can give uh, to you today to uh, invest in education in Branch County. So we just want to bless you from Crossroads today and say, you know, we believe in what you're doing. We uh, we love what you're doing. We right, guys, don't we love what they're doing? Thank you. God's doing it. Right. God's doing it, but let me just say something. You are remarkable, and God has to have somebody say yes and make room because God has all kinds of ideas. We, he just is waiting for someone to say, here am I, send me. And, and so I love that. And then, and then to top it off, guys, we had Pastor Carlo this month to give you an idea. So relationship uh, relationship. We need to think about what relationship really means. What does it mean to have relationship with yourself, with the world, with people who don't look like you, with people in education? And, um, and I also appreciate that you as an educator, um, you didn't want it to just be for Christian schools. I love that. So you, you broadened it. Then you also broadened homeschooling and and traditional schooling. I don't know if that's the right word, but I want to say, you know, everybody fights about stuff in this world about what's better. And all I want to say is what's better for you. Well, and And we also support, um, local nonprofits. We will, they can write grants for their education programs and we've paid for beginnings care for life for some Spanish curriculum. So it's not even just school. It's anything in our County that's educational related. It's beautiful. And so our relationship with education, I just want anybody who works in the school system or who homeschools to stand up because we want to pray for you. Will you all just stand up? Anyone who works in the school system, come on. Rose, can you stand? Come on, Darcy. Yep, yep, yep. Alyssa, anybody who is working in our school system, I know. um, And yes, come on, let's hear it for these folks that are... They're, they're hauling freight, everyone. They are hauling freight. And, and let's just stand up and pray for them. Can we do that? Let's just reach our hands toward our educators and bless them and ask God to bring them every provision they need, that whatever they need for their schools, God, that you would provide above and beyond all they can ever ask or think. And Don, you did this thing. You were talking about helping our Sean because your daughter does a thing with Amazon. Will you tell everybody what that is so that folks can... Yeah, it's, it's not ever anything that I, that I do, but it's something that, um, that I saw that my daughter, Alicia, who's teaching now in the Metro Detroit area, and I mentioned to our Sean, and I mentioned this to 
all of our teachers. This, this is a way, but there's lots of ways that we can benefit our teachers in the area. But if you're on Facebook, you'll notice a lot of teachers are now posting their list from Amazon of classroom needs that they, that they have. And if you take a look at the list that they have, maybe you can just get one thing. Maybe you can fill their whole list of stuff. But I don't know if you know this, but it, teachers spend thousands of dollars of their own money every year to buy supplies and buy books and buy all that stuff. So, so even if your favorite teacher, like our Sean, doesn't have an Amazon thing yet, or like Amanda or Beth or all of our awesome teachers in here, ask them what are the needs in their classrooms. And, and if we all help a little bit, we can all help a lot. So let's look for ways that we can do that. Yeah, so that's what we want to pray, God, that you would remind us to ask teachers how we can help them and that we would be a part of educating. And God, we're praying that the souls of kids would just be um, enlivened this year, that this would be a year that, that, that they would feel a community coming around them, um, that they feel like there is relationship with the education system from people that people just are tripping over each other trying to help one another. And I love, you know, um, one of the things that one of my favorite teachers says is that a great rendering of the scripture in Genesis is in the beginning was relationship. That the word, you know, who is God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, in the beginning was relationship. That's why all during this series, we keep reminding you that we are in this together and that we we have lived through a, a very difficult year. And people like you, Kristen, that start a store in 2020, I just want to get near you to pick up some of your confidence <laughs> and, and the things that we would just say, what is it that God would have us do? And so can we all just hold our hands open here as Charles blesses us today? And let's just listen to what God might say over us. Let's take a moment. Consider what we heard today. And I really appreciate uh, the request that Kristen made for uh, the song, I Will Make Room For You. And it goes, I will make room for you to do whatever you want to do. That's really our mission as believers. And we talk about relationship and the, the, the most firm or the only firm relationships, the best relationships do come out of our relationship with Jesus Christ. And sometimes with everything that's going on, all the events and all the confusion and everything that we're all experiencing right now. And I do this. You take a few moments and consider, where am I? What is important to me? What is my worldview? What is God showing me? What has he shown me? And probably most importantly, what does he want to show me? I will make room for you to do whatever you want to. So as we leave this place today, we thank Kristen so much for this sharing. All things are possible with God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That scripture that we really need to soak into our spirit with the help of the Holy Spirit. 
So as we go today and as we go throughout this week, I think this give us a lot, gives us a lot of um, encouragement to allow God to take us to the next place. So as we go away today, God bless you. Have a great week, and we hope to see you next week. Oh, God.